Okay, that's better than yesterday. Good morning, everybody. Today is 34 days in the Oimer. Hayoim. Arbo Shleishim Yoim Shem Arbo Shvoyz Veshishoy Yomim Boimer. Eli Stefanski is back. He's taking over for his older brother from today on. Today's shir is sponsored Le'ilu Nishmas Sophia Bat Frida. Freda, Frida. Aleha Shalom. We have an email from our good friends. This is uh, the Levy's mother, Joey Levy, and Saul Levy's mother. Hi, Rabbi, Rabbi Stefan, Ellie, Rabbi Ellie. It's the famous Uncle Joey's brother, Saul. Our mother's 17th year yard side is today. Sophia Bafreda, yes, we keep the mother's name. Sfaradim keep the mother's name. Like the, we had in Gemara, even after they are nifter, so coincidental, because that was the daf I listened to today, Monday. Every year, all of us donate a huge breakfast in shul in our mother's memory. And this year I said, what could be better than sponsoring a shir in her Ilun Shama? Beautiful. So this dedication is from the famous Uncle Joey. Because of him, we now get birthday sponsors at least once a week. I think Joey should be nominated to be the Flappish representative. Absolutely. Well, it could be more than one. We have now Avromi Leibovitz. He's been with us since Mila. I didn't read his email, but since... Uh, Mila, Krisus, I don't remember what you said. Every day, hasn't missed a day, he says. Hasn't missed a day. He sent me a beautiful email once. The chasen of his son, the whole thing. He saw Nisim, right? Nisim. All right. Funny story, but a neighbor on our block shouted out, Happy birthday, Joey. I heard the sponsor last week on the MDY DAF. So that's at least three people on our block that listen to Yashir daily. Now that's crazy. You should continue to spread tire the way you do. Even with the funny mask you put on during Shir, you won't get up to get a cup of water, but for a mask you did. There's nobody like you, we all love you, Saul Levy, Joey Levy, Moe Levy. It's, it's the mafia. Nephew, Ezra, and nephew, one, two, three, four, five, and ten. All right, so you should go after Levy's. Yaakov Rosner. Let me introduce myself. My name is Yaakov Razen from Harnov, currently learning the fifth cycle of Daf Yoimi. Wow, it's a young guy. Fifth cycle of Daf Yoimi. That's incredible. I've been a member of Daf Yoimi Shir in Harnov, given by Rav Nochum Borowski, already in the fourth with that group of which a few of us are with you. I am the one who was asked about who is that that says at the end, the great Shir. It's very dangerous to say great shir at the end of the shir. As you know, if you say that, I will ask you questions about the shir. Now, that's only for Yeshua. He likes to tell me great shir, and then I ask him a question. Yesterday, he offered the uh, synopsis of the shir on his own. Keep up the good work. The shir is amazing. Ever since crisis, he stopped the public shir records and sends, and sends by mail. However, much enjoy your shir and hours being a daf ahead. You give me a good chazor experience, especially with your artistic photos and explanation. Okay, Shkoyach Reb Yaakov Razner from Arnof. Hi, my name is Yaakov Alevi Steinberg. I know this guy. He's a Rebbe in Chicago. I live in Chicago now. When Hagros Stefanski Hamachuna Reb Eli, I, know he was a, I knew him when he was a teenager in Kensington. I dived in his father's netzminion in the back house. I also taught his son. He's, a he's not talking to me, I guess he's talking to Yosef. He's a tzaddik. <laughs> Nobody, this is the first time I was called that. He's a tzaddik. 
I love the shir and the chabura. All right, a Rebbe from Chicago. It's good. It's always chashav to have Rebbein. And finally, oh, we'll read this one. You know what? It came up here. Well, let's just read it. From Avrumi Leibowitz. He's, he's on today. It's a rare occasion because, you know, it's, it's, it's in New York. It's what? It's one in the morning now. How are you, Rebelli? Heard you talking about representatives from different locations. Not sure if you have from Borough Park, but I'm willing and would be my honor to represent my good old Borough Park if you want. Of course I want. But there's other people also. It doesn't have to be one person. We have Eli Dykeman. Look, he's getting all nervous. He's already scratching his head. We have uh, Rabbi Goldstein from B&H uh, Photo. You'll see him running around soon in the background. But we're represented very well. The Haimish Yidin with the beers. We, have, uh, but we need a guy with the pious. That's, that we definitely need. Okay. So Yishkoyach. Although my time differences here don't, don't allow me to join always through Zoom, but I'm always on YouTube and haven't missed a sheer since Mesechtas Mi'ilah. You hear this? Since mis- I can't say that. I miss Yurim since Mesechtas Mi'ilah. The other people filled in and I didn't listen to the sheer. So he hasn't missed. He's better off than Eli Stefanski. It's crazy. He even, I don't know, did you see Noam Shirim too? Noam and Menachemata. Yeah, he says, yeah, he hasn't missed. So here's the guy that hasn't missed. Noam and I missed. Here's the guy that's better than me and Noam and Menachemata. Great. So if you need me to represent, let me know. Keep up the great work. Avromi Leibowitz from Borough Park. All right, let's jump into this amazing peric, Klal Godel. So we're going to be discussing the carbon chatos. And as we'll see all the way at the end of today's daf, the concept of culture's learning courage should go Yeah, who? <coughs> uh, for a successful biopsy of Oh, yes, 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 yes. I forgot about that one. You also forgot to remind me. All right, so it goes something like this a successful biopsy, painless or as close as uncomfortable as possible for my. Chasheva neighbor, she lives right below me on the second floor. It's Dr. Epstein's wife. Everybody knows him. He sits there. Dr. Epstein is on Zoom every day. He sits next to me in the regular share every day. What's her name? Shoshana. Razel Gittel Bas Esther. Razel Gittel Bas Esther. Razel Gittel Bas Esther. She should have her for Shlema. As we learned yesterday, if a person has a tzara, you let people know about it and we daven for you. So we're going to daven for Mrs. Epstein. Okay, should be a success today. Um, thank you. Not on here, but in our minds. So the mission is going to be describing carbon chatos. Carbon, when do you bring a carbon chatos? The different ways you bring a carbon chatos. And you bring a carbon chatos when, if you do it, bemaze it deliberately, you're chayev karas. They take you before your years. It could apply to children also. Karas. If you have karas, when you do deliver it, then when you do it by mistake, inadvertently, you're chayev a karban chatos. We're going to have in the Mishnah three rules. These are the three rules. And basically... Rule number one tells us that you have, it's a case where you have only one carbon your entire life. You bring one chatas your entire life. The second rule, you're chayev for every single Shabbos. And the third rule, you're chayev for every single malacha, the 39 malachas. 
So you have for every single malachi you've ever done, if you've done 10,000 malachas, you have to go buy a whole entire ranch in Texas and bring 10,000 animals. Rule number one is when a person is not aware of Shabbos at all. Why? That we're going to see in the Gemara. Either he never learned it, he was never taught it, he was a Tinek Shanishba, or he knew about it, but he completely forgot about Shabbos. He doesn't know the Shabbos. When he was younger, he moved away somewhere. He's brought up in China. He forgot about Shabbos. And then when he becomes aware of Shabbos, he brings one carbon for his entire life. Or maybe even, as the Gemara is going to say, according to Rav and Shmuel, it's a combination of these two. It could be both. A person who never, ever knew, or a person who knew, but he completely forgot. One carbon. Then you have a person who knows about Shabbos, but he's stuck on an island somewhere. He doesn't know that today is Shabbos. He thinks today is Friday. He thinks today is Monday. So he has no idea, but he knows about Shabbos. He knows very well. He went to Yeshiva, he knows 39 malachas, all the toldos, 39 times 39, the Gemara says somewhere. It's 39 toldos for every, in Yerushalmi, I think it's brought. Every Av has 39 toldos, but they're all Isur, they rise. He knows, he knows it all, but he doesn't know today's Shabbos. So what does he do? He brings a carbon for every Shabbos. And then you have a guy that knows that today is Shabbos. He just doesn't know you're not allowed to do atmana. He doesn't know you're not allowed to water your grass on Shabbos. He doesn't know it. So for that he has to bring a carbon for each and every single malach. Now it's kedai to really understand these three steps. Because we are going to, the Gemara is going to put us through a ringer sort of, all the way on the bottom of Dav Samaches. So we have to remember this. Says the Mishnah, Klal Gadol Amr B'Shabbos. There's a major rule. And the Gemara is going to discuss at great length, great length, the beginning of today's daf, most of Amr Aleph. Why does it say the word Klal Gadol? What's this great rule? Three rules. Amr B'Shabbos. Kal Iker Shabbos. A person doesn't know, he's not aware that it is Shabbos. Has no idea that it's Shabbos. He doesn't know the idea of Shabbos. Not that today is Shabbos. He doesn't know that Shabbos exists. Either, like we said, he grew up between the Goyim, he has no idea, or he just had amnesia. He forgot that there's a concept called Shabbos. And his entire life, he was Michal Shabbos over and over and over. Now, if we stop right here, as a point to ponder until we get there, what happens if a guy does tshuva? He's about tshuva. He never knew that there's Shabbos in his entire life and he does tshuva today. Does he have to bring a carbon when, when the Beis Hamikdash comes? He never knew the Shabbos. And when he goes to Yeshiva, he goes to Ar Sameach for the first time and they tell him, hey, there's Shabbos. Oh, I didn't know. I'm 35 years old, I didn't know. Does he have to bring even one carbon? Or perhaps he, he's not a shaygi. He just never knew. He didn't make a mistake. You bring a carbon when you make a mistake, inadvertently. He didn't make a mistake. He never was taught this. That is a machlaikis in the Gemara. So, says the Mishnah, He made, he did many melachas. He was over on many melachas. On many shabbasas. And he's only chayiv one chatas. 
from the simple wording of the Mishnah, it says, Kol He forgot that it's Shabbos. In other words, he once upon a time knew, and today he forgot. It doesn't so much fit in to say that our Mishnah is talking about a case where a guy never knew about Shabbos. That's not a Sheikh. You can't forget something that you were never taught. You can't forget something you never knew. So from the simple Lashon of the Mishnah, we're going to say it means he knew when he was 13 years old, now he's, he grew up in China from 13 to 45, and over the years it completely it got erased from his memory. Okay. In that case, he's only chayev one chatos. Now here comes step number two. This is a person that's chayev for every single Shabbos. Why? He knows the concept of Shabbos, but he forgot that today's Shabbos. He got stranded on an island. He was on a ship. He was shipwrecked. And over time, or he was in a prison in Russia, whatever the case is, over time he just completely lost track of the calendar. He doesn't know what day it is today. Again, Shabbos Shabbos. Over here Rashi tells us an interesting concept that it's probable that over the week he found out what day it is. He kind of figured it out. In other words, a person should be aware since he knows that there's an Isser, so perhaps he shouldn't do Malachas three days in a row. He's on an island. He knows kind of that today is almost Shabbos. It's, Rashi uses a different thing. He, he could have figured it out. He should have figured that those days in between create a helam. In other words, when it comes to a, a carbon, you cannot have an awareness. If I planted seeds on this Shabbos, and I was aware of my actions during the week, and then I planted seeds the second Shabbos, I'm chayef too, because I had an awareness. The awareness creates, if you only have one awareness your entire life, you're in within one awareness, then you chayef one. Rashi says the days in between. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, cre- create an awareness. You should have figured it out. You probably did figure it out. You just re-forgot it again. Case number three. If a person knows that today is Shabbos, but he doesn't know that what he's doing is Asr, he doesn't know you're not allowed to cook on Shabbos. This is case number three. Over here, it's the worst. He's chayev on each and every melacha. Why? What's his mistake? His mistake is not one mistake that he forgot today. His mistake, his mistake is many mistakes. He forgot that you're not allowed to plant. He forgot you're not allowed to cook. He forgot you're not allowed to do bayer. Those are different mistakes. So on each mistake, he brings one carbon. So that's why chayev al kol melacha melacha. And then the Mishnah explains, ha'isa melacha is harbe mei melacha achas. In other words, there are categories, there are 39 categories of Av Malachas. These are the main ones, according to Rashi, this is what was done in the, in, in the Mishkan. But within those categories, you have many, many Halachas, maybe perhaps according to Rabbi Yechon 39 within each one. So, let's say, watering your field might be a Tolda of Zriya or Harisha, but it's a Tolda. In other words, it's Isidaraisa to water. But it's not what they did in the, in, the, in the Mishkan. The Mishkan was, they planted. So planting is an av, then you have a tolda. But they're same chumrah. It's not an av and a tolda like by Nazikin, one is very heavy and one is light. No, these are the same, but they're called av and toldas. 
So the Mishnah tells us that you're only chayiv on the main category. Anything within the category falls in that one category. So I can do ten melachas and only bring one carbon because they're all in one category. Whatever's in the category of zriya, it could be watering, da 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 I planted water and I did a whatever, I'm chayiv one carbon. Says the Gemara, my time at This is what we call Agadata right now. This is going to go easy on us, and then we're going to have a couple of lines that are a little difficult. We're going to go back to normal. Why does it say Klal Gadol? Now, there's another place that says Klal Gadol by Shemitah. So, says the Gemara, why, why, this, why is this a major rule? The whole parak, Klal Gadol, and this is a famous, famous parak in Shas. This parak of Klal Gadol. It says in Klal Gadol, anytime we're discussing Chatos, the Klal Gadol, we come back to this parak. Maybe because in Dafayin Hayam with Beis is another Mishnah that gives us more rules. So this, these are the major rules. We give three over there; it's less than three. So this is major. And when it comes to Shemitah, I'm not allowed to plant on the seventh year. Because the Mishnah over there says another Klal. There also makes sense to say Klal. Wait a minute. But what about the third case? I have to take 10% of all my fruit and give it away. A little bit to the Kayin. Over there, there are other rules. And the mission doesn't start off saying Klal Gadol. So obviously the word major rule doesn't apply to where there's a lot of rules. It has nothing to do with that. Shabbos and Shvi is another attempt. The Izbu Avais Vitaldis. Both Shabbos and Shemitah have Avais, main categories. Then we have the, the categories below it. Tana Gadol. So that's why the, the, the Tana uses a lotion of Klal Gadol. Major rules. For major halachas, you have halachas, 39 malachas, and then you have below them other halachas, major rules. Maiser, the last is told us, Maiser, I have to give Maiser on my fruit. It's not, not major, obviously, and told us, so it doesn't say it. Ask the Gemara, that doesn't make sense either. Well, the Bakapara, the Tonic Lagodal, but Maiser, but Bakapara says the words, when he wrote his own b'raisa, describing Meiser, he stuck in, Klal Gadol b'Meiser. Obviously, the words Klal Gadol have nothing to do with Aves and Taldais, major rules. The reason is, Gadol and this the Gemara remains with. Gadol Shabbos, compared to Shemitah, is much more stringent. And Shemitah compared to Meiser is much more stringent. So that's why it says major rules by Shabbos, major rules by Shemitah. The rules of Shabbos apply whether it's attached to the ground or not, right? Half the Malachas, most of the Malachas of Shabbos are not attached to the ground. Cooking is not attached to the ground. Uh, winning, all these things, Zaira, whatever it is, not attached to the ground. All the halachas of Shemitah apply only to fruit that were attached to the ground in the beginning of the seventh year. And then let's take it. So then why does it say Klal Gadol in the Mishnah of Shemitah? Because Shemitah compared to Meiser is much more stringent. I have to be careful on Hilcha Shemitah and all types of fruit. 
and vegetable and fruit, but I mean things that grow on the ground, even fodder, even animal food. Meiser is only dug on Tirish Vietzar. Wheat, grapes, and olives, or grape, grape juice, wine, and olive oil. But those three things, we give Meiser on everything. But when it comes to Meiser of animal food, that doesn't exist. You don't give Meiser on hay. So, Mamela, but there is Shemitah on hay. I have to be careful. I can't, I can't, I have to treat my field with Shemitah halachas when it comes to hay as well. Says the Gemara, oh, that's great. And I like your pshat, and I'm going to stick with your pshat. We just have to explain one thing. But Barakapara said, as we mentioned before, in the third Mishnah, talking about Meiser. So what is it greater than? So we're going to introduce a fourth halacha called Peya. Peya is that you leave the corner of your field for the poor. And Meiser is more stringent than Peya. Why? Dilu Meiser is a now it's interesting, we have to say that the Gemara is talking about the, 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 the Dirabanon. Midirabanon, Meiser is on all fruits and vegetables. Although, Midiraisa, we said it's only Dug and Tirish all fruits and vegetables. When it comes to Meiser, you give Meiser on figs. And on vegetables, midrabana. When it comes to peya, and we had it earlier in the Masechta, you don't give, you don't have to separate peya from figs. Or Tysus points out almost every fruit in the world. There are eight trees that you do. You don't give uh, peya from fruit, and you certainly don't give peya from most vegetables. Why? This none. So therefore, if we stop right here. Meiser is more chomer than peya. Meiser you give are more fruit and vegetables, and peya you don't. So therefore, it's klal gadol compared. If I compare meiser to peya, it's a klal gadol. It's more stringent. What's the halacha of peya? Klal amr This five halachas in peya. It has to be food. We're going to see what that means. And not die. I'm not dying fabric with it. Vinishmar. And it's... Something that you don't just let go and be mafkarit, you guard it. And it grows in the ground. And I gather it, I reap it in one shot and one day. And I put it and I could store it. Those are the things you chayev bepeyah. Says the Gemara, the Gemara explains. This comes to exclude certain things that grow, says Rashi, I let them grow for four or five years. I need them to, to take root. Basically, anything that's not food, why do I have it there? I use it to dye my clothing. Vinishmar. It's not hefker, it's not a joke. I take care of it, I watch it, I put a, a guard to make sure nobody steals it. Lemute hefker. Vigidulim in and it grows on the ground. Lemaute Kemeim, truffles, upitrios, and mushrooms. Truffles and, and mushrooms grow not in the ground. They grow from, from moisture. By the way, how much does a pound of truffles cost today? A 
a good nice white truffle, $2,600. Did you guys know that? A lot of money. One of the most expensive things, probably the most expensive food. Maybe. No, there's uh, probably other stuff. I don't know, some caviar or something. Who knows? <clears throat> something that you could gather and reap in one day. I'll remind you. We had the Gemara that said that one of the reasons is that you don't want the poor people to come every single day and look, when is he going to leave me the, the, the corner of the tree? It's too hard on the poor people. So we said, you know what? Anything that you don't gather in one shot, don't, don't bother. Don't give it to the Aniyan. It'll drive them crazy. Every single day it's going to come to your field. Is today the day? Today can I get my figs? No figs for you, sir. You get wheat. You get things that I reap in one shot. But Meiser is different. You don't need five conditions. You need three conditions. Therefore, Meiser, I give much more than I do for pay. I give 10% on. It has to be food. Vinishmar and have to guard it. Vigdulim and aretz. That's it. Three out of the five. Chai b'meiser. Vilu lukitasik achas machnisu lekiyum loitnan. I have to give meiser on figs and I have to give meiser on vegetables midrabanan. Therefore, end of the story. That's why it says klal gadol. Now, Rabbi Sai, just if you weren't paying hundred percent attention, now is a good time to lock it in. Ravishmul damer tarvayu. It's not that long, but it's kedai to focus. Says the Gemara, according to Rav Shmuel, our Mishnah, we have three klalim, klal Aleph, klal Beis, klal Gimel. Our Mishnah, the first klal is talking about someone who never ever knew about Shabbos. He, he was born in China, born to Goyim. He never knew there was a concept of Shabbos. Says the Gemara. So the Gemara basically is going to try to figure out if this works with our Mishnah. Because, like I mentioned, in the Mishnah it says Hashikhayach, he forgot. To say that the Mishnah is talking about somebody he never knew is kind of difficult to stick in. But the Gemara is going to do a nice one on us. It's going to say, okay, we're holding 12 lines from the bottom, says Noam. The, we're going to try to flow with it. In Hebrew they say, Nizram, let's go, we'll flow. Let's see if it fits in. You want to, we'll be doichik a little bit, and then we're going to, what are we going to do? Basically, what we're going to do is say, Rav and Shmuel say this, Loi hikir Shabbos, he's a tinak shenishba, you see, in blue. The way we read the Mishnah, perhaps Klal Aleph, is this blue right here. He knew about Shabbos, but he forgot about it. He completely today doesn't know about it, but he once upon a time knew about it. So the Gemara is going to try to do is very simple. This is the most, the, the most serious case. He literally never heard about it. He never knew about it. He, never, he was never taught about it. So we're going to slide everything down one. That's what we're going to do. We're going to take this case, make this Klal Aleph, that he never knew about it. And then the case that he knew of, and therefore what? Only one carbon. The easiest way out. One carbon for his entire life. The case that we thought is Klal Aleph becomes Klal Beis, and the case that we thought is Klal Beis becomes Klal Gimel. It just slides down one. We take this and we slide it down. And therefore, a guy that once upon a time when he's bar mitzvah, his father said, hey, there's something called Chavez, but then he, he forgot about it. He lives between the Goyim. He lives in North Korea. He has no idea about Chavez. That guy would be Chayev every Shabbos because we slid him down to Klal Beis. So now he's Bichai Shabbos. So if we slid him down to Klal Beis, 
So who's chayv on every single malacha and malacha that he did? What we thought is Klal Beis, that he forgot that today is Shabbos. Not that he forgot what the malacha is. He forgot today is Shabbos. So he has to be, he's chayv on each and every Klal. Thank you. Wow, I don't know. Who, who did that? Yosef? It's on the major Abi. screen. Avi. Thank you, Avi. That's clue. So something similar to that we're going to have on, um, on our, what do you call it? On the major screens, 117 people on Zoom, Baruch Hashem. Amazing, amazing. On day one, I remember, I was here all upset, sad, sad of the loss of Torah. I said, you know, the continuation, we had such momentum. We finished with Sechtas Brachas, we just started with Sechtas Shabbos, and the whole Corona thing came along. Like, what's going to be with the Shir? 80 people live in the Shir room every day. Matzah Shabbos, 100 plus. And all of a sudden, and Baruch Hashem, 120 people on Zoom every day, 100 something people on YouTube, if you count all the people that come in and out. Baruch Hashem. All right. Let's see what happens when we get back to the base Medrash. Let's see if the Eilam is able to bring it together again. Akopanam says the Mishnah, says the Gemara. Yeah, you can leave it on if you want, because it's, it's important. This one is, is complicated. You know what, Avi? Leave it on. If you're already doing it, it's the first time we're, that you're doing it. It's, it's, a, it's a perfect time. It's not just a, a funny picture. Yesterday, I missed a very good opportunity. We were talking about uh, seven pegs from seven bridges, and then it said seven dog hairs. So I, there's a great picture of a dog with a real beard, a serious dog with a nice white beard. It went in the video. You know, sometimes you miss that opportunity. That doesn't need to be on the screen more than five seconds. This, to understand this sugi, will be really nice. So Rav and Shmuel say the top blue thing, not uh, above Klal Aleph. Loi hikr Shabbos ma'olam. And it, he's considered a tinoik shenishba. Very nice. There's a nice arrow, does Avi. You know what? You're in charge of the TVs in the, in the base measures. The gerish and his guy. Did you buy those TVs yesterday, today? Are they bought? Whatever. There's some other... There are some other people who want to get paid first for other items. Ah, oh, too bad. TVs come first. So these two cases, basically, he never heard about Shabbos. But a guy that we thought was Klal Aleph, what's going to happen? Instead of saying Chayiv Echad, he's going to have to slide down to Chayiv Al-Kol Shabbos in Klal Beis. Right? Because if I'm telling you that the mission is talking about such a case that he never knew about Shabbos, meaning that if he did know about Shabbos, he's in big trouble. He's hired for each and every Shabbos. So what we said, the halacha in red on Klal Beis, becomes the halacha for Klal Aleph. Hikir Shabbos, Echad, he Hikir Shabbos, and he forgot it, he has to bring a carbon for every single Shabbos. Tanan, now let's go. What do we learn in the Mishnah? Klal Gimel. Hashichayah, Hikir Shabbos. He forgot, I'm sorry, it says, sorry, it says in our Mishnah, Shecheach, Iker Shabbos, the first klal. It says he forgot it. So the Gemara is now discussing the language. How does it fit into language? He forgot it. How could you tell me that he forgot it means he never learned it? It means that he did know about it. How can you forget something you never learned? You know what? I, it's a doichak. But I am going to flow with you. I want to entertain you and see if we can work this out through the whole Mishnah. And if we can't, 
then we have to take off the top part, and say something else. And what the Gemara actually does is, combines the two blues together. Two halachas, they're two separate things, and they, they have the same outcome. Both of them are chay of one carbon. Blue and blue is chay of one carbon. That's the maskana of the Gemara, according to Rav Shmuel. So, says the Gemara, what is Shech, he forgot? I'll be doichik. It was forgotten from him. Nobody ever told him about it. Not that he forgot it. It was forgotten from him. Okay, uh, I'm going with you. Okay, so, But what happens if he forgot? He, he knew about Shabbos. Number two, Klal Aleph. He knew about Shabbos and then he forgot about it. So we're going to have to take the outcome of Klal Beis and put in Klal Aleph. We're sliding down now. That can't be. Well, we have a problem. So then why does it tell me the case that he knows about Shabbos, but he forgot that today is Shabbos, he was on the island, listening here, isn't it much better? What's a, bigger, what's a bigger Chiddush? Somebody that completely forgot about Shabbos, or somebody that knows the concept of Shabbos, just he lost track of time. It's a much bigger Chiddush to say that somebody completely forgot about Shabbos. He was 13 years old the last time he heard about Shabbos, and it's 40 years later, he should certainly be potter, so why does the Mishnah say that Chiddush? Why does the Mishnah use a case? When are you chayv on every single Shabbos? When you know about Shabbos, you're a religious guy, you know about Shabbos, but you're on an island. <laughs> I can tell you a much bigger Chiddush. You're not religious. You were never religious your entire life. You never knew. One time somebody told you about Shabbos 50 years ago. It's a much bigger Chiddush. Why didn't he tell me that? Says Gemara, you know what? Again, I'm going to do a doichag just to entertain you and I'm going to say, Ma'a yudei ikir Shabbos, Misho yudei ikar shashav that's what the Mishnah meant. The Mishnah doesn't mean to say that I know about Shabbos and I forgot today. What the Mishnah means to say, I forgot forever. I forgot the entire concept of Shabbos. It, it, it can fit into the words. Look at the words. In Klal Beis, it says, Hayudeya means he once knew, once upon a time. Okay, fine. Turn the page. Dav Samach Chesom Beis. But what happens if he didn't? Not that he forgot about Shabbos. Today he forgot that it's Shabbos. Today he's on an island. Not that he forgot the entire concept of Shabbos. He just, what did he forget? He knows about Shabbos. He's a Talmud Chacham. He knows the whole Chele Gimel of Shulchan Aruch, of Mishnah Just he doesn't know that right now it's Shabbos. In that case, we go to Klal Gimel, the outcome of Klal Gimel. We're sliding down now. So when is a guy chayiv on every single malachi does, on Zriyan, Ksiran, Bishul? When? When he forgot that today is Shabbos. Wait a minute. Now I'm stuck. I can't slide down any further. I'm, 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 I'm flowing with you and you made me slide down and made me squeeze and shut him over here. But now, on Klal Gimel, I'm stuck. Why? Rather than telling me that he knows that it's Shabbos and he did many Shabbos, that's the last case in the Mishnah. It says Mufurish. He knows that it's Shabbos. He just forgot that today's Shabbos. Sorry. It should say in Klal Gimel, 
What's Klal Gimel? How do we have it? He forgot that the Melacha is Asr. He knows that it's Shabbos. He's sitting by the Shabbos table. He's making Kiddush. He's doing Amoytzi as guests. He knows today is Shabbos. But he goes over to Chalmpat and he does Atmana. That he forgot. He doesn't know that Alacha. Isn't it a much bigger Kiddush to say that he's on an island and he doesn't know the Shabbos at all? That's a much bigger Kiddush. So why doesn't the Mishnah say that case? If in the case that he's on an on a island, he knows about Shabbos, but he lost his calendar, his chayv, every single malacha. So then why does the Mishnah tell us a much lesser chiddush? That he knows that it's Shabbos today, just he forgot that the malachas are also. That's not such a big chiddush. It's not as big of a chiddush as a guy that knows, he, a guy that forgot that it's Shabbos completely. He doesn't know the Shabbos. He's clueless. He thinks today is Wednesday. He's in Siberia and he doesn't know what the day is. Isn't that a bigger chiddush to say that he's chayv on each and every one? Imagine a guy living in Siberia for 10 years. Nobody ever told him what day it is. Bedafka, they want to torture him. And when he comes out of Siberia, they say, by the way, you're chayv 25,000 korbanis because what you thought is Sunday was actually Shabbos. Huh, that's a huge chiddush. Versus to say, oh, you knew that Shabbos, you went to shul, but you didn't know that you're not a plant. Okay, <laughs> you didn't know that you're not a plant. That's not such a big chiddush. You should have known. You should have figured it out. Whatever. But not to know that, that, says the Gemara, therefore, I am stuck. And since I'm stuck, I can't slide down. And I have to say that the top case, this case that we're saying in Rabbi Shmuel, that he never knew Shabbos at all, is not its Klal Aleph. This is Klal Aleph. Together with this. In other words, we have two Klal Alephs. We're not sliding anything down. It's exactly like we read the Mishnah. We're just going to add something. We're going to say that not only a person that knew about Shabbos and completely forgot about it, is Chayv one Chatos, but even a person that never knew about Shabbos, and that was my question all the way in the beginning. A person wants to do tshuva, he goes to Ar Sameach and he says, Rabbi Sai, I'm here to do tshuva. And they say, well, the biggest mitzvah in the Torah is called Shabbos, the Rambam says, that it's shakol keneget kol mitzvahs. And that a person that's mechal Shabbos says the Rambam, is a guy. he calls him a guy. Kigoy, there's two Averis that if you do, you're a guy. Averis Zara and Shabbos. Guy. So they tell him, oh, by the way, there's something called Shabbos. Oi, I didn't know. I didn't know. I just came from North Korea. I didn't know. So he said, you know what? Bring one carbon. And we're going to see that Rabbi Yechon and argue. You don't bring any carbon. He just didn't know. That's called the Oynes. It's not called the Shoigig. So comes Rav, and that's, according to Rav and Shmuel, that's what the Mishnah comes to tell us, a major chiddush. Even if he never ever knew about Shabbos, he still has to bring one carbon. Yes, you're right, like it says in Klal Aleph. He did know and he forgot about it, but in addition to that, also when he never knew at all. It has the same halacha. I don't care if he knew or didn't know. At the end of the day, you bring one carbon only. This is how you have to read the Mishnah according to Shmuel. Even somebody that was captured. In other words, they never told him the halacha. So it's as if he knew about it. So therefore he's Chayv one. Even if he grew up in North Korea and China and he never ever knew, it's as if he knew about it and forgot about it. By the way, there's a famous, famous Aruch Laner that says, talking about the Maskilim, 
that every, 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 every there were so many people that were going off the derech, and he said like this, since what the Rambam means to say is a person that doesn't believe in Hashem at all, and he shows it by not keeping Shabbos, but what about a person that believes in Hashem, he just doesn't keep Shabbos? A perfect example would be, I was in South Africa, and over there, all the non-religious Jews, I don't know all, but the major, it was unbelievable to see. They all go to Shul Friday night. They drive there with their cars, and it's amazing to see the, the camaraderie, the, the respect that the non-religious and the religious have for each other. They go to Shul on Shabbos, Friday night, it's a thing. They're all Litvaks, they're all, they all come from Lithuania, 99% of them, and they go to Shul on Shabbos. You're going to tell me that a guy that goes to Shul on Shabbos and goes home and makes Kiddush, he doesn't believe in Hashem? Of course he believes in Hashem. He just has a big eight Sahara, whatever it is, or he has the... So a guy like that is not considered a guy. That's the Arach Laner, not me. I'm just saying, there's a, he makes a distinction between somebody that doesn't believe at all and somebody that believes that just not... He's Michal Shabbos. Okay. Ellie, just a quick point to ponder. According to Rabbi Shmuel, how come the Mishnah didn't mention their case, which would be a bigger Kiddush also? He says, they say that is the case. They, they stick it into the words. That, that, it's one case. What's the Lashon here? Uh, no. I hear. Okay. I think I saw it discussed. It says, Now come Rabbi Yechon Shlokish. Rabbi Yechon Shlokish. Question. Stop. In general. You have Rabbi Yochanan, the greatest Gadol in Eretz Yisrael. And you have Rav and Shmuel, Rav the greatest in, in, in Babel. When they argue with each other, who's the Allah like? The Allah is like Rabbi Yochanan, always. Over here we're going to see, very interesting. The Allah is like Rav and Shmuel now. But it's very simple, why? Says the Gemara of Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, only if a person was aware about Shabbos and then he forgot about it, then he brings one carbon. Avil. He's oinus. He's not a shaygig. Doesn't have to bring a carbon at all. It says in the Braiso. Ketad explains the Braiso, this, this concept that we had. He forgot about Shabbos and he did all these things. What's the first explanation? Tinek Shinishba. It says Mufurish. If we stop right here, we have a bomb question on Rabbi Yechanan and Rish Lakish. Rabbi Yechanan and Rish just said, if a guy was born into not knowing about Shabbos, he still has to bring, I'm sorry, he doesn't bring anything. He doesn't bring anything. And over here we're explaining, how, why does a person bring one carbon? Because he was born into it. Tinek Shinishba. It's, it's a bomb kasha. So his whole life, he was Michal Shabbos. It says Mufurish, not like Rebbe You are Chayev one. You're not Potter. It's not considered Oynes. And listen to this. And he's Chayev for all the times he drank blood. One. And all the McDonald's that he ate. He's Chayev one. But he is Chayev one. Don't tell me that he's Oynes and he's not Chayev at all because he didn't know. He's Chayev one carbon. Who's Munbaz? As we'll see in a second. Atana. Munbaz. At the end of the day, Rabbi Yoichanan is going to say like Munbaz. 
And Rav and Shmuel say, like Rabbi Kiva and everybody else. So now it's very obvious why we're passing like Rav and Shmuel. Not because they are, we're passing like Rav and Shmuel over Rabbi Yochanan, but Rabbi Yochanan picked the wrong team. Rabbi Yochanan is going like Mumbaz and he's a Yachid. The Gemara is going to explain later in, in, in two minutes that this is called a Hekesh, but basically the Torah calls a person that does something inadvertently, the Torah says, It's a Chet, even though it's by mistake, it's a Chet. And by Mezid, it's a Chet, sorry, Mezid. The nevish kisechta is mezid. But achatos is also called achet. Achatos. Chet. What does achatos mean? It's on achet. Comes Mumba says an incredible thing. Hard to understand. He says, just like mezid, he had an awareness once upon a time yesterday. So too, shaygi had an awareness. It can't be a case where he never had an awareness, he was born into it. Amalei Rebbe Kiva, what are you talking about? Your logic makes no sense. Oh, let me show you that you make no sense. I'm going to add a little bit, and then you'll see that it's everything you said falls apart. Wait a minute. You want to compare Shagin and Mezid? Well, Mezid, I know that I'm doing something wrong while I'm doing it. So Shagin also, I know that I'm doing something while you're doing it. I agree with you, and hagufa. That we're going to see tomorrow. How is it possible if somebody did a shaygig and he knows that what he's doing is wrong and he's still a shaygig? The Gemara explains tomorrow. For instance, he, forget, he didn't know that you bring a carbon on it. But he knows that what he's doing right now is wrong. Beautiful, thank you for helping me out. But it helps me. So Rabbi Kiva tells him, what are you talking about? That's called a, a shaygig. A person knows that what he's doing is wrong, is inadvertent. It's deliberate. You know what he's doing. Anyways, as the Gemara, I pointed it out when we read it 10 lines ago. The point was, it says, I do bring one carbon. Not like Rabbi Yechonah says, you don't bring any carbon by Tinoch Shinishba. Makes a lot of sense. They say you bring one carbon. What's your big question? There's another Tana called Mumbaz. You, you hold like Rabbi Kiva, great. Me and Rishlakish, we hold. Rishlakish and I, sorry Avi. Rishlakish and I, we hold like Mumbaz. Great. And now the Gemara just says a simple Hekish. My time in the Mumbaz, where did he get his thing from? In other words, says Rashi, don't think that he's saying some Binyanav, some... Why? How could you compare a mezid to shaykig? They're the exact opposites, the polar opposites. Mezid means I know what I'm doing is wrong, and shaykig means I don't know. How can I compare one to the other? There's no comparison. They're not on the same playing level. So therefore, I have to come up with something really strong called a hekish. That, okay, even though logically it doesn't make sense, but they're, they're connected with the words. My time in the movement is there's one Torah, there's one halacha for the entire Torah when it comes to the halachas of Shaygig. And the next Pasuk says, I'm doing something, with my hand out, I'm doing it. 
I know what I was doing. Not only that, I know while I'm doing it, I know what exactly the Gemara tomorrow. So he has a hekish. What do they do with this pasuk? We're just we're just going to finish this off and finish for today. Like to tell his son, and this is a very famous halacha. This is how we started off the shir today. In Avodah it says, but Torah Achas means literally, there is one Torah and there's one Torah for everything. So all the halachas of Shaygig and the Torah come to this Pasuk of Avedizar. You did Shaygig, Vichisishgu is a Shaygig. That's amazing. So now I have Shaygig and one after another. All the Shaygig in the entire Torah. In other words, Hilchashab is Shaygig. I learned from Avodah Zara. Everything Shaygi Chaylev, Avodah Zara. Ma'alal and Dovesh HaChayavim Azdeni Korev Yishigigas Echatos. Just like Avodah Zara, the rule is, if I do it deliberately, I get Karas without Edom, of course, by Shabbos. If I do it without Edom, I get Karas. If I do it with Edom, what do I get on Shabbos? With Edom and Asra and everything? Skila. But the, point, the rule is Karas. If I do it, on purpose, without anybody seeing, I'm a Chal Shabbos in my own house, I get Karas. Therefore, if I do it by mistake, I'm Chayev a Karban Chatos. Ma'alala Dabr Shechayov Mazdoni Karas V'Shigos Chatos. Av Kol Dabr Shechayov Mazdoni Karas V'Shigos Chatos. That's why in all Shas they always bring Klal Gadol, Klal Gadol, for these rules. Zdoni Karas equals Shigigos Chatos. When do I bring a chatas? When if I do it deliberately, I get karas. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Rabbi Isai. Thank you. I hope it wasn't too heavy. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Did Dailam, did Dailam uh, hold cup? Did Dailam hold cup in this this year? Was Dailam holding? Where was Yeshua? He didn't say good cheer today, Yeshua. Best year in the world. It was the best year in the world. You know why? Yeah. Uncle Joey and Uncle Sola and the nephews donated this year. Now, Ellie, I have a very big question. You started a new parrot today called Claude Goddard. Yeah? Yeah. And there was three different, if you see Shabbos. So I have a question. Whoa. Is one Chayet if they forget a sponsorship? <laughs> you sure you want the answer? You want the answer? Okay, so just explain to me. If you can explain this to me, I'll tell you the answer. What is... 
If a guy was brought up in North Korea, no, you were brought up in South Korea, right? If a guy was brought up in South Korea and never knew about Shabbos in his life, and then he finds out about Shabbos, does he have to bring a carbon or not? I think he's gone. I think Yeshua hung up. Was Yoel on today? I didn't see Yoel. All right, I just picked somebody out. Yoel safe. All right, you can unmute yourself. Ellie, I just I need to one. You're unmuted now. I'm unmuted. Everyone can unmute themselves. You were able to kick. You found out who that person that was making noise and you kicked them off. Yeah. That's amazing. That's great. I like that. Are you able to kick off people on the chat? Somebody just posted a random video. I think you should kick them off, the, uh, the MDY group. I'm not kidding. Anybody that posts stuff that's not related to that Yoimi, out. Because we, we don't have space in our heads for those shtusim. Wait, was that me? No. Somebody I saw today just randomly posted a thing. They don't listen to the rules. Anyway, Yishkoyach. A dog with a beard is great. That I have no problem with. If it's daf related, it's great. And WhatsApp, on WhatsApp. I see the guy that posted it on. I didn't realize he's on. And I didn't read his email, Hillel. I didn't read your email yet, so I, I still have, I'm still allowed to bother you and stalk you. <laughs> I was just thinking about it today. I was just thinking about it. We got to do it. We really got to do it. It's going to be, Shabbos is going to be over. No, we could do it. We were just thinking maybe there's a professional that wrote a book about Atmana and could give us a little bit, and it, you know, just a little broader. We, I'm so used to Rabbi Pesson, something new. But if, if there's nothing, no better ideas, then we'll go with Rabbi Pesson. I'm not, I'm not saying that he's not good, Chas Shalom. I'm just saying I thought we'll, we'll, we'll mix it up a little bit, bring a new face, a fresh face. Uh huh. No, there, there are people that literally wrote. We brought a guy to the Koyal. I forgot his name. He's a he's a professional cipher, and he wrote books about it, ciphers, and he gave us a great cheer in in his in his area. Like uh, you know, I'm sure. No, what's the guy's name? The guy from locally. He's a uh, he's a big uh, cipher that wrote Svarim on it. Whatever. See, so you get a guy like that. Ruven who? Right. So, you know, these guys like in Lakewood, the guys that wrote the books on Shabbos, you know, you get somebody like that that knows this stuff inside out and can tell you what's relevant to today and then the crack but this and, the, you know, all that stuff. I just thought it would be more interesting. 51% or whether it's 80%, whether it's what that means, I'm still not clear about that. That's why we need to get the pros. We've got to bring the pros in. Oh, Yoel, I didn't hear you in the morning. Now oh, now I can go Davin calmly. Where was he? He said hello to me? I don't remember. He didn't have his video on? Yoel, Yoel you went from being the MDY, um, what is it called, uh, host, to, to not even being gone. Something's wrong, something's wrong. Hey, I just want to tell you, they have a good day, everybody.